thank you for joining us. Uh, this is the next episode of the podcast on negotiation. This, uh, this time with our negotiation champions. Our negotiation champions, the winners of our past competitions for professionals. So wait, let's wait a few minutes until uh, until everybody joins us. I see people uh, um, uh, people coming in, and uh, uh, we're hoping we're hoping to get uh, to get some a nice group of participants. Uh, so thank you so much for uh, spending this evening with us. Um, let me start by introducing our 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 guests uh, today. With us, we'll have Julia and Theodora. Uh, based in from Greece and based in Greece, but from Italy, we have Derek from South Africa and Frederick from Germany. Uh, they have one thing in common, and that is all of them are great negotiators. And this is not a pure um, empty claim. They were able to demonstrate it in one of our past competitions. Uh, you guys might know that uh, we run um, a competition, a negotiation, global negotiation competition for uh, professionals called the Negotiation Challenge. Yes, if you guys want to have a look at uh, at our website, uh, you'll find it under the Negotiation Challenge Written Together org. And uh, there will be two versions: uh, one for the students, uh, which is a little bit older. Um, we've been running it for about uh, 16, 17 years now. And uh, its younger sister, it's the competition for professionals, where uh, we're talking not about, uh, you know, some young inexperienced negotiators, but we're talking about big shots, uh, people who negotiate as a part of their jobs, people who are passionate uh, about what they do, about the negotiation. And uh, such negotiate negotiators are present with us in our today's, uh, today's call. Uh, maybe before we move on, uh, let me only uh, mention that uh, we've already opened the waiting list uh, for TNC 2023 for professionals. And if anyone is interested after listening to our champions, uh, if anyone would like to try uh, his or her skills uh, and compare them with, uh, with some of the best negotiators from all over the world, uh, you guys are welcome to join us. Uh, and those of those of you who register in June will take place in a in a raffle and drawing a free entry to our competition. So it's worth to stay uh, stay in our call and uh, worth to drop your email on our website. All right, so let us uh, start with the introductions. I will uh, pass it on first to Derek, and then we we're gonna move on. Derek will pass it on to our further guests. Uh, Derek, could you tell us who you are, uh, what you do, where you're from, and uh, what are your most common negotiations? Thank you, Remy, and good evening or good morning or wherever you are in the world. Um, my name is Derek Peet, and I'm based in Cape Town, South Africa. I'm a retired executive from the, from the financial services industry. But nowadays I consult on and teach negotiation and dispute resolution mainly to corporate teams. Um, yeah, so I'm still on the board of a few insurance companies, so um, I'm not entirely out of the corporate world and that negotiations come up all the time and dispute resolution. So um, that's what I do. All right. Thank you, Derek. Let's pass it on. Who would you like to pass it on to? And Julia. 
Hi everyone. So I'm Julia. Um, I'm a digital nomad, so I'm not based anywhere, but at the moment I'm in Greece, Corfu. Um, and I've negotiated a lot during my years as uh, an account manager in the automotive industry in Germany. And right now I'm negotiating personally whenever I have the, the chance to, because I love it. And also I'm a business and um, negotiation coach, so I help professionals like uh, leading their own negotiations, wherever they are. And I pass it on to Teodora. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Teodora Giorgioglu, and I'm based in Berlin. I work at Rolls-Royce as a life cycle engineer, where I perform life cycle analysis and reliability assessments. My negotiation experience, it is not extensive. However, I do have to negotiate at work about deadlines and deliverables, but uh, also outside of work, as I had to negotiate last year my wedding uh, um, um, uh, conditions when I was preparing that. So the last one is Frederick, so pass on to you. Thank you so much, Theodora. Uh, so first of all, Theodora, we have to meet for coffee in Berlin at some point, right? Because I'm also based in Berlin, uh, born and bred, uh, 39 years old. Um, I did travel quite a bit um, around the world, but ended up uh, back in, in Germany. Um, I negotiate for a living. <laughs> I think it's fair enough to say that. Um, so I'm a, a major account executive um with uh, the company called akamai um mainly like in the uh, internet security world and yeah negotiating negotiating is like part of my you know business life part of my private life you know you do negotiate with your wife with your son um and very much looking forward to the discussion all right thank you guys for the introductions um let's move on with uh with tnc your experience your road uh, your path to tnc uh, first. Uh, so how did you find, find out about the competition? And uh, um, above of all, I think many, of our, many of, uh, of our listeners right now in the audience are thinking, hmm, is it something for me? Is it not? So uh, why did you decide to participate? Uh, um, uh, let us start uh, with Derek. Thanks, Jeremy. <clears throat> My good friend and colleague, uh, Siham Boda, who would have been here tonight were it not a Muslim holiday, um, phoned me one day during the COVID lockdown and said, uh, do you want to enter a negotiation competition? <laughs> so I said yes, before I asked her for more information. It was a, it was a, a no-brainer for me. Any opportunity to practice negotiation is welcome for me. Because it's like muscle, and if you don't use it, you lose it, the skill of negotiation. And the more I heard about the competition, the more excited I became. You know, here was an opportunity to practice negotiation with people from other cultures, from all parts of the world, from various industries, in a no-risk environment. In other words, it doesn't really matter if you screwed it up. <laughs> For that reason, we kept quiet our participation until we won, then we told everybody. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's a great story. Thank you, Derek. Uh, I think uh, Julia, you were uh, you joined us for uh, you joined us to, uh, you've joined us two times already. So why don't you um, why don't you tell us about both of them? Yes. So I've joined TNC together with Maria Oliva, 
um, the first year, the first edition and the second one. Uh, the first one we actually decided almost at the end, so we jumped in without uh, preparing too much, but we were both uh, students of you, Remy, actually, at HHL in Leipzig, so we knew something already and we were negotiating in real life. And um, so after the first, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we wanted also to challenge ourselves with teams from around the world and not just the people we knew or our customers. And uh, it was fun and we learned a lot. And then we decided to take part, to join again the second year. Um, and it was again a very inspiring experience and also we met uh, many many people so it was really a good opportunity to to meet other negotiators from different countries and with different backgrounds maybe yeah different than the ones we were negotiating already in real life with and i think julia is a very modest person she uh, uh, one of one of uh, uh, one of um uh, one of the reasons why you guys rejoined was uh, was to win, also, right? Uh, which you ultimately end up doing, uh, and which is uh, which is absolutely amazing. And I keep uh, using this example uh, over and over again because it shows that uh, negotiation is like a muscle; it's a skill. Yes, it it's needs, true. Yeah, it's, yeah, it requires it requires practice. And uh, if uh, if we set our mind on it, uh, it's it's possible to um, to proceed on the path to mastery. All right, perfect. Thank you so much, uh, guys. Uh, let's move on with your experience during the competition. Uh, so, Theodora, uh, when you think about what you liked the most, what was the, the, the best moment that you kept in the memory, yes, in your memory from, uh, from the competition that you participated in, what would it be? Um, so, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is our last round. So, where we had uh, one hour, it was uh, you and Peter uh, also watching it on the background. Uh, we had one round to reach to an agreement. It was a tough negotiation. And uh, we were almost five minutes before the end, and we were no close to reach to an agreement. So I remember looking at the clock and then uh, stuck to a point where we could not reach the agreement and we said, okay, we need to a separate moment with my colleague because I didn't participate it alone in the competition, but with my colleague from uh, Rolls-Royce, Yasmin Amin. Uh, we said, we need a few moments. So I remember uh, muting the microphones, uh, calling her and telling her, okay, we need to reach an agreement because not reaching an agreement is way worse. So let's accept what uh, 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 the negotiating party is willing to give us in exchange, however, to something else. And this is basically where we had to be creative. And uh, we, we came back one minute before the end of our negotiation uh, round and uh, uh, we reached an agreement. And funny enough, you told us right after because you were there and you were listening and you gave us the feedback that that was exactly what you were looking to hear. And that was the round that we were actually first from all the from all the um, from all the groups. So the first thing that came to my mind actually is this funny story that we were just about to uh, not succeed, but then we were really successful. 
<laughs> yes, um, I remember um, it very well. The, uh, <laughs> remember it very well. It was well done. Uh, well done um, to um, to those of you guys in the audience who um, who are familiar with negotiation theory. We were looking for value, so, something which is called value generating options, and uh, this is exactly what Theodora and Jasmine uh, came up with uh, in their short in the short breakout uh, session. They uh, indeed came up with precisely the value unlocking uh, idea that they were able to successfully implement in the negotiation. So well done uh, to you and Theodora. Frederick, what do you think? What was the best or worst moment uh, in your TNC? Very good question, obviously. Maybe that's why you've uh, <laughs> that's why you've asked it. I mean, you know, um, I don't know if you remember. Like, first of all, um, I don't know if it's the reason. Like, if you do it on a daily basis, you know, your your worry for failure may be bigger. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. So, um, you know, I, I was um, I don't know if I would call it hesitant, but you know, I was um, eager and you know a bit worried. You know what what would happen. Um, and so, like, the first things, like, what I remember, first of all, I was um, pretty amazed, you know, obviously, Remy, you know, I've been out, out of the university for a bit. Uh, so, so, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, used to those sort of uh, role plays and so forth, but they were, like, extremely, um, extremely well, uh, well prepared uh, by you guys. And, you know, they were very time relevant, if you remember. You know, I do remember something, I think, me being... Uh, a pharmaceutical company trying to upsell uh, vaccinations. Uh, you know, it was just that time. Um, I remember, you know, very positively some of my, um, well, some, actually all of them, you know, I did take more and less from, you know, the, the odd negotiations. Um, but I still remember a few, let's call, I don't know, tactics. I mean, yeah, it is tactics in the end. Maybe looked at a bit negative the word in that context, but um, I'm you know still remembering uh, a couple of tactics examples that uh, you know the other negotiators um, were were using, um, and so you know for me it was very uh, yeah like super valuable um, and a bit scary at the beginning. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't know if scary is the right word, but... Yes, intimidating maybe, yes, I know Intimid what you mean. Inti intimidating, yeah, in intimidating. And, you know, in the end, and then I'll, I'll shut up, Remy, promise. Um, <laughs> if you do it, you know, if, if you do it on a daily basis for a living, um, you, your fear may be a bit bigger, right? Then, like, okay, now I'm suddenly, you know, placed in this environment. Um, and there's going to be like very, very uh, capable people. And, you know, maybe I'll find out in the end that, you know, I've just been lucky at my job. Yeah, stuff like that. So <laughs> another very humble champion here among us. Thank you, Frederick, uh, for sharing this. Uh, so I was wondering, guys, uh, Frederick mentioned already uh, uh, tactics, things that um, he experienced. Uh, but let, and let's talk about it a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Let's talk about things that worked for you in the competition. Yes, uh, um, Derek. Let's let's maybe start with you. What were the, the uh, if you were thinking about looking back at uh, at the competition, your experience in the competition, you are um, you are a, 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 a very experienced negotiator. Right? You teach uh, people how to negotiate better. I was wondering um, when uh, when you think about uh, what you guys did, yes, and how you did that. What are the things that went really, really well? Okay, uh, we have a very simple formula that works for us um, across cultures. 
religions, nationalities, ideologies. And that formula is very simply being respectful, being polite, being friendly, and paying very careful attention to what the, the other side is saying, which includes us, of course, asking good open questions. I think our favorite question is, is um, help us understand why that's important to you. We, help, we try and go deeper into the interests of the other side. We have developed the habit of listening quite attentively and, and showing appreciation and empathy for the other side, even when we do not agree with them at all. So um, when, when, when we have fully heard them, you know, we might say something like, well, thank you for that perspective. Uh, it must have been very frustrating for you to go through that. Let's put our heads together so that we can find a way to eliminate these pain points uh, and create a, a far better customer experience for you in the future, or something in that line. So uh, that, that this, you know, this no way implies that we agree with what they've said, or that we are taking responsibility for what happened. Uh, it's future focused. It's not. It's not blame storming. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that's uh, that formula works for us every time. Um, you know, I think a lot of people make too, too many issues about cultures, and if they eat with their hands, you must eat with their, your hands. <laughs> and if they, and if they uh, wear scarves, then you must wear scarves as well. It's not the one thing that works for everybody, for all cultures, undoubtedly, is being friendly, polite, paying attention to them. And, that's, mm -hmm. uh, and that works. And, and I noticed that too in our room. With the with the negotiation challenge final um, in May, watching the students, that's exactly what they did. That's there was no other re nothing else was needed to build rapport. Yes, precisely, Derek. Thank you so uh, thank you so much for your perspective. I uh, this is. Uh... Um, this is a part of uh, of the uh, typically a very core part of the training. I typically say uh, to my students and to the ex to the executives that uh, that that I coach uh, that uh, you need to be like a panda bear in negotiation, right? Uh, uh, to have this sort of um, uh, friendly, respectful, polite front end, regardless and no matter what. Right. Uh, if you disagree, if you're uh, um, if uh, if you're completely far away from each other, never lose the polite composure. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, you need to know what you're doing. Yes. So in terms of uh, you need to. Uh, this is something which Derek was very modest about, but uh, he is a very experienced negotiator, and so he knows the stuff. He knows. Uh, uh, the strategies, tactics that work. Uh, uh, he he's a very neg effective negotiator, and this combination really does wonders. Yes. Uh, so, Julia, how about you? Um, is there anything that you remember from the competition? Any tactics? Anything that uh, worked, or maybe didn't work? Uh, anything uh, at all? Yes. So the first time we joined, um, we focused a lot on the quantitative part and the quantitative results and we have done very well in that one but we lost focus on the relationship building or the way so what actually Derek just now mentioned what they have done very well and we in some cases lost some points uh, in that because we were kind of tough or focused on the quantitative side so the second time we joined we were way more focused on building the relationship and not 
um, leaving ground to misunderstandings or um, lack of empathy or lack of um, questions, so to say. So we used uh, maybe even more some coaching skills and um, maybe techniques or not really techniques, but questions and uh, moments to connect with the other teams and to understand their point of view and to empathize with them a lot more. And that brought better results at the end, like combined results, both in the relationship side and the quantitative side. That's awesome. Thank you, Julia, for sharing this. Uh, let me maybe um, let me maybe quickly uh, quickly uh, share with the audience um, uh, a few uh, words that explain why these uh, aspects work. Yes. So uh, we know from not only from research, but uh, the evolution of our competition has uh, has taken several turns. Yes. At the beginning, we focused uh, solely on the substance, which means, you know, the salary, price, uh, contract value, and so on and so on. Yes. Uh, but then we realized, um, uh, we realized after a few years that this is not a complete picture of negotiation, nego negotiation performance. And, and we started uh, integrating additional aspects to it, such as, for example, a cross evaluation at the end of the negotiation of the parties that dealt with each other directly. So um, um, what Julia what Julia mentioned is, uh, is uh, or first of all, let me maybe explain why. We believe that uh, in business, there are only a very few, the share of one shot uh, negotiation is very small. It's about 10 to 20%. Yeah, it depends a little bit on what kind of business you are in, but uh, typically it's repeated. Um, typically, typically the nature of relationships are recurring. Yes, or is recurring. And that means that uh, we wanted to reflect that aspect also in the scoring or in the judging uh, criteria of our competitions. And that, that's why we added cross-evaluation also as one of, the, uh, one of the assessment criteria. We strongly believe in it. We stand behind it. Uh, we want to also um, reward and award negotiators who are able to do both at the same time. As uh, like Derek and Julia pointed out, uh, negotiators who are able to um, to get great results, but at the same time build great relationships, or maybe there is the relationship between these two factors is uh, is the other way around. Build great relationships so that we can get uh, uh, get better results. Good, uh, and this uh, we've been very happy. We've been very happy with the combination of these uh, these two criteria because. Uh, we believe this is exactly what matters in business. Yes, this is exactly what reflects uh, uh, the nature of business negotiations. Yes, we have to grow revenue. Yes, we have to reduce cost. And at the same time, uh, we need to, to, to get there. We need to build sustainable relationships with, uh, uh, with, with our partners. So Theodora, Fred, uh, Frederick, uh, maybe that's the sequence or the other way around. How about the complexity? What was your perception of the complexity of the negotiation problems? Uh, um, uh, Theodora, let's maybe start with you. Uh, since, uh, as you said, uh, you know, uh, you, you are emerged in a completely different world as a world of uh, quality assurance, safety, and so on, right? So uh, you're not a salesperson, you're not a procurement person. So how did you perceive the complexity of, um, of the problems that, um, uh, that you faced during TNC? 
Um, I think that the, the uh, scenarios, the four different scenarios that we had were actually quite complex, uh, but realistic. So uh, co complex meaning that it's not something that uh, you don't need preparation to succeed. You do need preparation. And that was actually one other key element of uh, our experience. We did took the time with my uh, partner to develop our negotiation strategy. So um, uh, they were quite complex. They were required some preparation, but at the same time, they were realistic. Actually, uh, I, I really liked it when um, there were a piece of information that it was common to both parties, but the other piece of information that it was not. And when this uh, information was revealed during the negotiation, then it was quite surprising to see the reaction and uh, uh, the, the approach on how to handle this uh, um, uh, forward. Um, something that uh, it uh, worked really well for us without um, doing it because we we, we agreed that we're going to do it in advance necessarily in that way, but something that worked very well with us is that we were uh, being open and honest. So uh, despite the, the preparation and the complexity and uh, knowing when we're going to say to back up and we're willing to give or knowing, knowing what is the minimum that we're willing to accept, we're always starting by saying uh, we want to negotiate in the... Uh, best terms we want to be a win-win situation we want to make sure that we're going to be able basically yeah to, to 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 part to be partners because the end of a negotiation is that you're going to be probably you're going to have a partnership um i i, I loved it i thought that uh, all the different uh, negotiation uh, rounds were uh, very good different to each other and the fact that we're negotiating with different people made it even more interesting so um yeah Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Theodora. Uh, Frederick, before I hand over to you, um, uh, did you experience did you experience any deadlocks also um, in, in your negotiations, in your negotiation rounds, Frederick, when you thought this is just not moving any further as uh, or were your negotiations completely smooth? I mean, I guess if you would say you your negotiations were completely smooth, you probably didn't get the best out of the deal you could have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, <clears throat> um, I, I think it's natural um, that you that you do run um, into deadlocks. Um, you know, I, I think that that's part of the process. Um, I think the the art is to to be able to to leave the deadlock, right? <laughs> and that yes. both parties and that both parties are happy with you know, the, the possible outcome. Um, I remember the first round, I, I think it was the first round, um, my um, opponent, you know, or my, my fellow negotiator, I think the first, pretty much the first thing he said to me, um, like after introducing was like, I follow the style of open book negotiations, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, um, thinking about it, you know, I, I wasn't really aware of the term or whatever, you know, um, but that's probably how I would describe my my style of negotiation uh, negotiation anyway, um, and I think it was helped me for me helpful for me in you know also the rest of the competition to start off with someone that was you know very open, um, you know um, I think Theodora uh, or, or Julia I, I don't remember to, to be honest exactly like said you know open and honest was it Theodora I think right. Um, and you know that that's, yeah. that's that, that's super important, obviously. And I think 
you know, it made the competition easier for me to have that kind of intro, you know, the first round, having someone across the table that, you know, ticked very much like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we had similar styles. You know, you may think if, if both parties have similar styles that that necessarily has to, you know, not work that well. I, I wouldn't agree with that, right? So in that sense. Yeah. Perfect. That well. So um, uh, let us, uh, to all those, uh, all, all, all listeners who have joined us in the meantime, um, uh, we are, um, ha- we, 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 we speak today, we speak with uh, four negotiation champions, uh, the winners of our past uh, and global negotiation competition for um, uh, for passionate negotiators uh, called TNC um, the negotiation and um, uh, you guys can win a free entry to uh, to our competition uh, all you need to do is uh, you just need to go to our website as I mentioned the negotiation challenge written together.org and leave your email address um, on your on our waiting list and we'll be in touch with you with a little bit of luck you can win a free entry to our this year's competition but let us move on with uh, with our next question and that is uh, the lessons learned so um, Derek uh, you've brought so much experience already to uh, to the competition is there anything at all that uh, participate participating in TNC has uh, has taught you Yes, um, indeed, Remy. Um, the, third, the very first thing we learned was uh, the first round of our negotiation competition. We actually thought we did very badly. In fact, uh, CM and I had been friends for years, but we almost came to blows <laughs> after that after that round because um, we were. And I'll name our opponents. They were very good. Anna Marie Hale and. Pamela, I can't remember what Pamela's surname was. But they are very charming ladies, but they are extremely tough negotiators. We actually thought we did uh, we, we did quite badly. I mean, my partner blamed me for falling to their charms and giving away too much. <laughs> and as it turned out, we won that round from out for people playing our role. And they came second for people playing their role. So we didn't obviously a bit too harsh on ourselves but um the one thing that we remembered right from the start was prepare properly we you know we, i mean we teach preparation as one of the most important things in negotiation yes you need to prepare. we've got we've got preparation spreadsheets but you know when you when you can become a bit blasé about it when you do it too often and you take shortcuts yes. and uh, we shouldn't we took a few shortcuts there and we almost got caught um, from then on, we learned to prepare properly and not just prepare, put in a preparation worksheet, but do research. And that paid off um, in the rest of the competition. So, yes, that was. Um, and then, as I said, I mentioned it earlier, I think the real important thing is not, is not culture uh, of, of dealing with people from different countries and different religions, and, but um, just being polite and friendly, that I think was reaffirmed. It was, it was something I always suspected, but it was reaffirmed for me during the, cost, the, the competition that that's really what counts, not um, yeah, not the other aspects. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, and as you mentioned, you know, we were <laughs> we were interviewed after the competition by um, 
some guy from Wirtschaftswoche, which is, of course, one of the biggest German business magazines, about um, how he managed to do such good deals and still maintain the relationships because people people thought we were really nice. <laughs> well, you know, Sam isn't very nice. But I'm not really, but anyway, she... <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, and that's uh, I find that nowadays. Let me let me sorry to go back one step. I've been negotiating my whole career, as you say, from your way back, and only in, in the beginning I was sort of mildly successful. Some deals I got, but then I was worried about those that I lost. What did we do wrong? I really expected us to get that one. And then thirty years ago, that book, um, Getting to Yes, came out, and yes. that changed everything for me. In everything in my career, suddenly this was like a, a, by the Bible for me. And from then on, every negotiation with suppliers, with clients, with, you know, with the staff just flew from then on. So, so I think, you know, that little bit of theory was missing for me, which mm-hmm. resulted in me after I retired, I went to Harvard Law School to study negotiation. <laughs> and, <clears throat> but getting back you know, from the TNC, the, uh, First of all, the organization, I must say, the organization, the competition is fantastic. Uh, there's a lot of work that you guys obviously put into it. Um, and the people, the, the people are fantastic. And, and of course, the contacts you build up from all over the world. I still probably speak to half the people that were in the competition when, when, we, when we took part. But I'm hugging the show you. Remy, cut me off if I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, we're, I'm, I'm listening atten- attentive, very attentively to what uh, what you have to say. And Derek, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, TNC is very contagious. So uh, let us uh, let us mention a warning for those who are considering uh, joining us. Uh, it's very uh, it's very hard to get uh, get rid of us once <laughs> once you get hooked on uh, hooked on the the, the the spirit, especially if you are. If you are passionate, uh, passionate negotiators, yes, absolutely. Uh, so, Derek, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm uh, humbled and uh, super happy that uh, even, even for such a senior, um, um, an experienced, uh, seasoned, and experienced person, uh, we were able to, uh, um, to, uh, to, to generate some value. Uh, Julia, how was it about you? What was it about you? Did, it, did how did you grow as negotiators, especially between, uh, between the two? Um, competitions that you participated in? Um, well, we learned a ton of things. Um, we, I agree with Derek with everything he said and about the network and about the people, everything really. We learned from also all the things we negotiated with. I was thinking right now what we learned the most probably was not to give up in situations where, like Theodora said before, like when it seems like a dead end or like there's no agreement possible because you reach a point in which there's conflict in, in the space. Or um, one time it happened that our partner was not actually available to join online. So we ended up having the whole negotiation process only via email for the whole weekend. And we reached the agreement anyway, even if it was only in written form without even seeing the other person. And we never saw this person, but uh, we, we reached the agreement and it was still feasible. So probably what we learned the most is to work with what you have and keep the goal in mind to close the deal and reach the best outcome possible for both sides. And even if it's not as expected or if it doesn't go 
extremely well at the beginning, not to give up and not to lose faith in the fact that it can have a positive outcome for both sides at the end. Thank you, Julia. Uh, Theodora, how about you? Um, your biggest takeaway, anything, biggest lesson learned, uh, anything that uh, that you took out from uh, from your winning participation in TNC? Yes, I remember during the workshop, Remy, that you told us that uh, negotiating is a skill. And after participating in the competition, I have indeed to say that it is a skill that can be developed. Uh, I had uh, minimal experience and I, fe I felt that that was such a, a great learning opportunity. Um, you can you learn both the tactics, you can be a better negotiator because you know the tactics or you learn them, but also because you learn how to build relationship. Uh, my biggest uh, takeaway, it was that uh, um, you don't have to compromise necessarily for being liked by the other, port the other party during the negotiation. If you have built the trust, then they will be willing to give in and to, uh, they will still like you. So basically, you, you, can, you can politely say no, make a clear statement about what you want and uh, stay calm, be always polite and politely say no and try to explore different opportunities. I think those were the things that uh, uh, um, were my biggest learnings from the competition. Great, awesome. Thank you, Theodora. Uh, Frederick? Once again, a very good question, of course, and as I, I'm the last, right? So all, all the good things have been said. <laughs> uh, I really, uh, by the way, Julia, I really like what you like how you summed it up. You know, your your last couple of points they were they were extremely uh, strong and, and valid. I thought um, I mentioned earlier that you know I did have my doubts, yeah, um, and so that's probably one of the um, you know biggest learnings for me. You know, just to follow my. Yeah, my guts, my instinct, and, um, you know, um, that I managed to feel, you know, more comfortable after a couple of rounds than at the beginning um, was a good learning. And, you know, what was mentioned earlier, you know, things um, like, I don't know, the, the phone, the video line breaking down, you know, all that happened. Um, I didn't have to negotiate via email over the weekend, thanks God. Uh, but I mean, that, that also prepares you for real life situations, right? I mean, it constantly happens. You know, the other day we had a huge, huge pitch and um, my technical colleague that I was absolutely dependent on for that call, you know, lost his internet connection like every two minutes. Um, yeah, it happens. You know, and um, these all these situations, I think, help us to be better prepared um, for for such circumstances. You know, and and they happen. You you will not always have the perfect playing field. You know, to have all your tactics laid out and stuff. You have to be uh, adaptable. And the the challenge helped me. Maybe that's a good good uh, way to end. Um, to be more flexible. Yeah. Adaptable. Yes, strategic flexibility or strategic adaptability, Frederick, is one of the one of the competencies that uh, that we that we put on that we mapped out on uh, something which uh, which we called negotiation competency model, and um, and yes, um, smart, 
good negotiators not only know the tools and methods, but all, can also adjust and change them as they go through uh, through their negotiations. Yes. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for sharing this. Uh, we are slowly approaching the end of our um, the end of our podcast episode. So um, let me uh, let me maybe. Um, um, encourage everyone who's listening, guys, if you're considering, if you need more information, if you're considering participating in our competition for professionals, thenegotiationchallenge.org for professionals, uh, um, you are more than welcome to reach out to any of us. Uh, please get connected. Please uh, keep in touch. Uh, let us know if you have doubts or questions. We strongly encourage you to uh, um, um, to um, uh, to join us, give it a shot. Uh, uh, you might be really surprised how good of a negotiator you ultimately are. Eh? So, but before we finish, uh, the last uh, the last question, um, and let's start with Derek as well. So, if you were to name one recommendation, Derek, um, uh, for for our listeners, yes, uh, uh, what would it be? Yes, I made a few points on that, just let me find it quickly. Um, <clears throat> so, I've got five recommendations. One, sharp with an open attitude, be polite, be kind, I've mentioned that several times, be friendly, and listen carefully to the other side's opinions and interests. Ask good open questions to enhance your understanding of these interests, and you might want to prepare a list of questions in advance. Um, sometimes, you know, you forget, your mind goes blank. It's nice to turn to a note. Um, of course, somewhere along the line, you're going to have to speak. <laughs> so when your turn comes to speak, be assertive without being aggressive. So state your case confident but politely. And use objective standards to justify your proposal or your offer. Know exactly what you're going to say before you say it. Don't um and ah. Also, don't speak over each other, either your team members or theirs. Uh, fourthly, it's quite important. At least one of your team needs to be at least a basic spreadsheet operator to create a what-if spreadsheet before you get to the table. Many of the rounds will be scorable negotiations, and your team will want to know very quickly what the effect of any offer from your side or their side will have on your projected bottom line. So neither side wants to sit and wait while someone does calculations on the back of the cigarette box. <laughs> you, need, you need to get to the answer quickly. So uh, just uh, something that I noticed in the students' competition, if any of your rounds are live or in person, don't create barriers between you and the other side with your laptops. Ideally, mix up the seating so that you don't have an us versus them scenario but rather a group of people trying to solve a mutual problem or resolve a mutual issue. That's it. Thanks, Remy. <laughs> Thank you, Derek, for this impressive list. Thank you so much. Uh, moving on to Julia, uh, your recommendations for potential participants. Yes, so first of all, participate. And uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. But I, I heard when I was in Rome, a couple of people that were hesitating because they were afraid to kind of fail or what 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 Frederick was mentioned before was mentioning before like being afraid and to find yourself surrounded with people that are maybe better than you and so on and then the other people will know that you're not as good as you as you're saying whatever but actually first of all I think it's even confidential so you can share 
with people that you're taking part or not. And then it's a very good practice field so to participate and also network with the other participants because it's uh, a lovely community. I mean, Shane is online right now and I've negotiated with him and Taylor uh, and we are still in touch and Derek as well. Um, I mean, I think the negotiators community it's uh, not too big and it's very precious. So it, it gives you a chance to connect with people that are like-minded and yeah, challenge yourself and have fun and what everything that Derek says uh, okay. is correct. <laughs> so, All right, Julia, yeah. thank you so much. Uh, so um, I hope, uh, I hope uh, based on this encouragement, we'll, uh, we'll have a lot of participants uh, this year. Theodora, mm -hmm. how about you? Your recommendations for potential participants? I think we have covered uh, pretty much everything I wanted to say by <laughs> with Yuli and Derek, but yes, my first recommendation, participate, <laughs> because it's definitely worth it. But um, basically, the list that uh, Derek mentioned is exactly what I had in my mind. So be prepared from beginning till the end, be ready to justify your proposals. I totally agree about what you said about the uh, someone to be able to do spreadsheets, Derek, because uh, that was a, a really good combination between me and my uh, and my colleague. Because uh, we were, uh, I was doing the spreadsheets and the different scenarios calculations on the scoring to be able to know what we can accept. And of course, my colleague was uh, complimenting me with uh, uh, being prepared on, on, the, on the verbal linguistic while I was doing this exploration while we were negotiating. So I think this, uh, this combination, it was uh, uh, a really good point. Of course, be uh, active listeners, ask questions, ask what the other party wants, identify your own main interest and share it, share it, say it to the partner. Um, and uh, uh, of course, always remain uh, calm and uh, clear and precise in your position. And uh, uh, it's, it's it's fun. I can only encourage everyone to to uh, to participate and learn. It is a safe environment. It is uh, 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 very good for practice, and uh, you can only uh, become better by by being part of it. Okay. Wow! Thank you, Theodora, um, uh, for your kind encouragement. Uh, Frederick, last but not least, uh, final words. Uh, any recommendations <laughs> from you? <laughs> it's unfair. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, absolutely no worries, right? So my colleagues like concentrated a bit on, on the, um, the challenge itself, right? Let me maybe uh, pick two, three general points, right? For negotiations that, that did help me and you know they will help you in the, in the challenge. And also in real life situations. So one thing that is extremely important for me is I, I really want to know as much as possible about my, um, you know, the people I'm going to be negotiating with. Yeah, it's very, very important for me. Um, there, there's obviously, you know, different um, ways of getting that information, you know, firsthand uh, via colleagues or colleagues of that, those people, you know, it's obviously the most valuable one. Don't overdo it. <laughs> I remember a negotiation a couple of years ago, um, and that one person was basically, you know, telling each of us, I think it was like five in total, our exact biographies, you know, including how long they served in the army for. Um, that for me was just like way over the top and it felt uncomfortable. Yeah. But if you, if you know, you know, some of the biography um, of the people you're negotiating with, it will help you. Um, it will help you in the negotiation. 
Um, especially for someone like me, I guess many people uh, in our community are, are like that, you know, very outgoing, taking up quite a bit of airtime. I think that's why you're always taking me last, Remy. Um, <laughs> silence is a weapon in a positive way. So, you know, for me in negotiations to shut up um, is an extremely, extremely valuable um, tool. Yeah. Try it out. You know, I can just uh, encourage you to do that. And then I may be crucified for this, Remy, of course, you have to ask a lot of brilliant open questions. Yeah? I do like to use the odd closed question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do like to, you know, use that as a tool as well. Um, sometimes it has to be a very strong one. You exactly need to know what you want to achieve with it, of course. But maybe those three, three points. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, um, Julia, Theodora, Derek, Frederick. Uh, thank you so much, champions, for sharing your experience, sharing your knowledge. Uh, uh, thank you to the listener, to all our listeners. If you guys are thinking what to do in October, yes, uh, make sure you put TNC on your calendar. Uh, make sure you also drop your email on thenegotiationchallenge.org. Uh, among those who register. Uh, to uh, add their email uh, to our waiting list, we will we will draw a free entry to our competition later this year. Thank you so much for listening. This was uh, the next episode uh, uh, of podcast on negotiation. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us. All the best. <laughs>